Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. I think it's supposed to be a rainy day today, so dress appropriately and allow yourself plenty of time because you know the roads are going to be slick and plenty of idiots out there that will uh, make it uh, that much harder. <laughs> and uh, At least if your luck is like mine when you're driving anyway, it's always... Always one. This never fails. There's always it's just obviously it just it's mind boggling sometimes. Some of the people that are out there driving, it's like how in the world or why just stay home, just please. You know, that's one thing that I did enjoy when we had that lockdown, the pandemic. I loved the fact that I could go out and drive and there was nobody out on the roads. I loved it. I'd drive through town, I would just have a big smile on my face. Go down all the roads, and it just, uh, it, it was wondrous. <laughs> kind of made me think of, uh, there was a uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, you all may have seen it. Uh, it was one of the old ones, uh, probably from the uh, 60s, I guess. But um, the guy wished that he, you know, there, everybody would just disappear. And he got his wish, and he was like the only man left in the world. And uh, he realized real quick how lonely and destitute he was and that he actually wanted people around but anyway that just popped in my head that shows how deranged and weird that i truly am but anyway let's see here we got watching this morning uh let's see we got amy oaks turner tracy little rusty paws brandy boyd young jennifer honeycutt kelly Jeanette swift we got terry hudson darlene barker michelle fox harris the myth the legend that is miss mousy and Donna Taylor. So appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning. And at this time, if you will join me, we're going to do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty. Glad we can do that every morning. Hello, Karen Smith. Thank you for tuning in. I'm uh, glad we can do that every morning. And praise God that we do have that freedom and the ability to uh, say those wonderful pledges each and every day. As I've always said, you know, you don't ever want to take that for granted uh, and uh, appreciate the freedom that we have uh, to be able to say that. And that's why we always want to thank our veterans and those who are actively in military for um, what they do to protect us so that we can have these rights uh, to uh, speak freely and to say these pledges. You know, one of the things that are been on the news recently, well, a couple of things, you know, of course, if you uh, if you watch anything remotely conservative, of course, you're going to hear about how Hillary uh, was a treasonous piece of... Anyway, <laughs> so uh, you won't hear, hear that on secular news. And uh, But another thing that really, you know, is this whole um, inflation deal... Uh, how gas prices are rising and probably will continue to rise even more. Uh, how the the food is going up. They're talking about how McDonald's, Burger King, Chipotle, uh, Starbucks, and for you drinkers out there, your Heinekens 
and uh, I don't drink. But uh, but if you're a drinker, then uh, all that's going to be going up in price. Uh, they said if you can even find anything on the shelves anymore, it's just um, it's just I never thought I would live to see a time when you would go to the store and the shelves would be empty. It's very uh, apocalyptic in in how you feel. It's it's just. Uh, uh, very odd, you know, uh, uh, he interviewed an individual who uh, came from a socialist country, and he said that it reminds him very much of how socialism was in the 80s, uh, from where they came from, I don't know if it was uh, Germany, I can't remember where he was from, but uh, it's been a little while back, that's why I can't remember, but it's, you know, we are seeing this more and more, and uh, we need to be prepared, and you need to make sure, hey, you might need to Order you a box of MREs in case things get bad. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be a chicken little skies falling. The reason why I say that is, you know, throughout the years we've had, you know, a lot of scares, if you will. You know, everybody, when Y2K, you know, when it hits the year 2000, everything's going to crash. And it'll buy up food and water and it's going to be, you know, nothing happened. You know, and then it's, uh, uh, then, uh, Throughout the years, we've heard that time and again. Glenn Beck's really bad about that. Buy up food. It's going to get bad. Nothing happens. You know, and uh, the, just when you don't think it's going to happen, it's probably when, it, when you wish you had prepared. I'd rather prepare and have it not need it than need it not have it. If you have your good two-week supply of stuff, might not hurt, you know, if you can afford to do it. You know, that's hard to do. If you're like us, it's hard to buy any more extra than what you have to as it is. But, um uh, but it may be some food for thought and because it may get bad. And I'm telling you, gas prices continue to rise. My gosh, in California, 5 to $6 a gallon. Uh, just to think over a year or so ago, a uh, year and a half ago, and gas price was like a dollar and something. Uh, just it's, um, uh, it's nauseating to see what happens. Liberals ruin everything. You know, they ruin television. They ruin movies. They ruin culture and society. They ruin everything. And you can sit there and look at what Trump had done, and uh, and then compared to the lunacy that's in now, it's just uh, it's crazy, guys. But again, the Lord's in control, and we just got to pray about it. Uh, Amy says, "Crazy, even cat food is hard to find." Yeah, Amy. I mean, that's true. Uh, the, uh, we got a cat, and she has to have the Friskies extra gravy. <laughs> she is not happy unless she has that. Good luck, man. Every time I go to Walmart, the shelves are empty. Uh, you get says uh, she's right. Uh, you can't hardly find cat food, uh, and even dog food's getting hard to find. There's a particular kind of kibbles and bits that uh, my Pyrenees like to eat out here. And every time I go here lately, the shelves are empty. I just happen to find a, a bag on the top shelf, and I, I get a 50 pound bag. I about all I can do to get that from crashing down on my head to get that for these turkeys out here. And uh, so that's a bad thing. You can't even feed your animals anymore. So. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. But anyway, let's go ahead and get to our verse of discussion this morning. Our verses in the plural uh, uh, is uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 3. So let me bring that up here. Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality. All righty. As my dear old Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, my friends, I have been talking, you know, last night and maybe yesterday morning, I don't know, 
I probably hit on it a lot, and for good reason, uh, about our walk with the Lord. We need to make sure that we are, you know, last night one of my main focus was walking upright, uh, walking with integrity, walking with honesty. But the main focus that I'm trying to hit on is that we need to make sure that we are walking with the Lord daily. Are you walking with the Lord? Are you growing? Are you learning? Are you excited about the things of Jesus? You know, uh, people have gotten so mundane. They've become so apathetic. They have become so complacent that they've become almost numb to the things of Jesus Christ. They've been numb to the things spiritually. You know, you ask a kid sometimes, you know, say, I mean, well, like when I was uh, a kid, say, how old are you? So well, I'm 13, but I'll be 14 soon. And for I can't wait till I'm 16. You know, you just couldn't wait till you got older. Now I wish I could go back in time and be younger again. You know, I'd give anything to go back and, and really do things better and differently. I, I think about that all the time. I give anything in the world if it was just a reset button. Just, Lord, please, just let me just have a one reset and let me just do things better than I've done before. But uh, but the point is, you know, you couldn't wait to drive. You couldn't wait to get out of high school. You couldn't wait to do these things. And uh, because we were excited, we were anticipating. And we should have that same excitement and anticipation when it comes to things of Jesus Christ. You can't wait to learn more. You can't wait to have more of him. You can't wait to dive in your Bible. You can't wait to pray. You can't wait to get to church. You, you should have that same type of anticipation and excitement when it comes to the things of the Lord. But unfortunately, so many in their walk with the Lord have become numb. They no longer want to grow. They're no longer excited about the things of Jesus Christ. They're no longer striving to do what's right. They're no longer striving to, to change their old ways. It's not to say that you're not saved. It's not to say that you don't love the Lord. But I think a lot of people, they no longer get excited about things. You know, just like I was uh, uh, reading a story one time about um, uh, a little girl when she first heard the story, how Jesus Christ was being led to the cross and how he was beaten, how he was nailed to the cross. And she was in such shock and she was in such horror. She said, Mommy, why? how could they do that? How could they do that to him? You know, it touched her so dramatically. And as uh, you know, most adults sit there Easter after Easter, and you know, and they, they you know, it's the, the one time of the year when people go to church, that and Christmas, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, they almost they're numb to the story. When they should, when every time we hear that, we should have that same shock of, oh my gosh, why would they do that? Why would they do that to Jesus? You know, but instead we sit there every day and, you know, we, you know, sometimes we don't feel like we're getting anything uh, out of the, uh, of what the pastor may be saying or getting anything out of the praise or out of the church. You know, it's not about what, you know, so, so we're, we're caught up in this ideal of, of culture, of American culture, of what can it, what can it do for me? You know, kind of attitude. Uh, I'm not getting anything out of it kind of attitude. And uh, so a lot of times people will shop around for other churches or quit going to church all together. You need to get out of this mindset of, well, I'm not getting anything out of it. What are you putting into it? You know, that's what you need to ask yourself. What am I putting into it? What am I striving for? What am I trying to do for Jesus Christ? What am I trying to strive to learn from this message? What am I trying to learn from the Lord today? And that's what you need to ask yourself every day instead of sitting there thinking, gosh, well, how much longer is this going to last? How much longer do I have? Do I get out here and get something to eat? And, you know, and, and just have the, this, this attitude of, uh, of, you know, I just got to do what I have to do so I can say I went to church and go home. You need to ask yourself, Lord, help me to glean from maybe what you're trying to use that speaker to say. Help me to understand what's being put in there and help me to know how to apply it to my life to spur 
overall spiritual growth. And it's very important that we have that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. We have that intimacy with him, that we're walking with him, we're talking with him each and every day. I want to see Christians to be excited. You know, it's almost become to the point, you, you've all seen enough uh, movies and uh, 80s movies and such, where you've seen where people have been put into uh, internment camps. And uh, at first they were uh, resistant, they were rebellious, but then over time these things started to seep more and more into their heads, and they become more and more complacent, and they become more and more obedient, and they start doing the will of their captors. Well, I think that uh, describes a lot of us in, in several ways. One, look at our culture and society, particularly because of homosexuality, same-sex relationships, this whole uh, non-binary transgender baloney uh, that we have being shoved down our throats continuously uh this uh diversity you know again like i said before diversity means uh anything but white and male as well what it boils down to uh you know although a lot of stuff is being now accepted that before in years past it would have been like no you know you, you, remember when they, they they pulled uh ellen off of the uh uh, television uh, because her sitcom when she came out as gay people threw a fit they rode into uh, uh, advertisers and they pulled the show well now you got a lot of christians say oh she's just so funny and you know what i can't you know I, I want nothing to do with her I, she repulses me in a lot of ways not only because of her sexual preference but uh, uh, her political uh, ideology uh, and it's just a lot of things i just uh, you know but the fact that a lot of so many christians are like well turn a blind eye to that to so many it shows how the world has slowly brainwashed so many that to finally the instead of being rebellious and resistant to becoming more and more complacent and obedient to what's going on that's why you see so many christians that when you talk about something controversial like homosexuality uh, sexual immorality they throw a fit and say well we're supposed to love we're not supposed to judge why because they've become have had a steady diet and they become brainwashed over time and as a result they have become more accepting of the world and less excited about jesus and that's my whole point this morning we need to be on fire for the things of the, of, of the lord we need to be on fire for the things of the of christ and we need to die ourselves daily we need to put away the old man we need to uh, strive to be that new creation in christ jesus and so many people instead of putting away the old you instead of, 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 of fighting against those things we know are sinful in the eyes of God what do we do we justify those sins we make excuses for those sins oh it's no big deal and just go with the flow and and you know instead of being like oh my gosh I need to change this is wrong I've got to do better I want to, to please the Lord instead we're just you know we just fall right in line like well whatever and so everybody has the same gray outfit on has the same sour look on their face and just want to get through the day man guys we've been set apart for a reason the world is marching to their own little beat and drum they're they're in a in that brainwashed uh state of mind you know there's a uh movie that i always liked called equilibrium and it's got um um oh what's his name just uh, he played batman um oh goodness gracious what is his name? Christian Bale. Uh, he was in it. And what it was, they wanted to control society through medication. And if you didn't take these pills, they would, uh, uh, you'd be, you know, they would want to kill you. I mean, you know, they wouldn't, no, no doubt about it. You weren't allowed to be a free thinker. You weren't allowed to enjoy art. You weren't allowed to read certain books. Wow. You know, so, you know, sometimes art can reflect real life. We're kind of seeing that now today, aren't we? We're not allowed to uh, speak your mind. We're not allowed to have free speech. You're not allowed to uh, to if you, uh, you know, to avoid anything controversial or you're silenced and put away. Well, anyway, he everybody had to take these pills and everybody just kind of zoned out. 
Well, uh, a couple of his, uh, one of his, his partner, and, and he starts to see people who quit taking the pills and how they seem to be uh, enlightened. Uh, their eyes were open, and he quit taking the pills. He started hiding them. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, uh, he was about to uh, get in trouble, and uh, his kids covered for him. Kind of find out his own kids had quit taking the pills a long time ago, but they just played the part so that he wouldn't know because he was like what they, like a like an officer, if you will, that arrested these people who didn't comply with the state. Well, see, that's a lot what a lot of people in society have done. They have taken uh, society's pill. Uh, they have they've taken the pill that the devil has handed out. They have become numb. They have become zoned out, and so therefore they don't want to think. They don't want to be brought under conviction. That's why you have so many feel good churches out there. They don't want to uh, have anything that's going to make them realize that they need Jesus. They don't want to realize that they need conviction. They don't want to realize that they are sinners. They don't want to realize they're headed for hell. And they don't realize that they need change. And so many people, when they want to come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, they, you know, you, they have that first burst of excitement and then things just kind of wane and go right back into a lot of uh, different, uh, you know, same kind of ideology. We need, you know, we are set apart and we, our eyes have been opened. Our minds have been freed. That's why I hate it when somebody, well, I don't so much hate it, but I, I always, uh, when somebody says, uh, you're closed-minded. And I said, you better believe it. I'm closed-minded to the things of the world, but I'm open-minded to the things of Jesus. And that's what we've got to be, open-minded to the things of Jesus. Where are you at? How are you walking with the Lord? And are you excited? We need to meet this with excitement, anticipation. We need to show the world we've got something they need. And we need to quit being complacent and going and falling in line with everybody, what everybody else is doing. That's why in Tennessee, we've been known as a volunteer state because uh, we've always been ready to go and help and fight where it's needed. That's why I had a friend of mine one time uh, that was from Texas and all he's talking about how everything's bigger and better in Texas. Everything's better in Texas. I had about all I could take, and I said, I'm going to tell you something. And went for us good old boys from Tennessee. You wouldn't have no Texas. It took us, us, us to go down there to the Alamo, help fight for your fannies, or you wouldn't have a Texas. <laughs> you know what? They shut up, and I never heard them say anything about Texas again. So, in fact, they I think they stole our accent <laughs> when you look at Texas. But anyway, I'm just joking. But it just, uh, 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 the, the fact is, uh, you know, we, we come from a, a – part of the nation where we didn't comply and uh, well this nation is very beginning didn't comply we were rebellious we fought back we didn't take no bull off of nobody and uh it's sad to see how so many will willingly take socialism how so many will give up liberty for the sake of safety how so many you know we're seeing this that people are losing their will to fight back Christians, we cannot do that. We cannot afford to do that. We are in a battle and we have to fight. You need to wake up and you need to grab the sword and you need to hit the battlefield and we need to start pushing back and quit taking this stuff and quit acting like it's no big deal. Sins are bad, they're abhorrent in the eyes of God. We need to strive more for Jesus, put away this old world and do what is right in the eyes of God. And I don't give a flying flip who likes it. I don't care if cancel culture raises its ugly head and wants to silence us we need to start standing up for what is right for what is true 
because my God, my Jesus, he stood up when nobody else would. My Jesus took a beating that belonged to me. My Jesus was nailed to a cross for me. And my Jesus rose again on the third day. And we're too worried about what people think. Look at what he had to endure for us to have eternal life. So to quit being a weak knee little coward, to quit backing down because you're worried about what somebody else thinks. I don't care what the world thinks. I care about what Jesus thinks. And I want to strive to have that mind of Christ. And that's my encouragement for you today, my friends. Quit being cowards. Quit being complacent. Quit being apathetic. Quit following the sheep and being brainwashed. And let's start standing up and be the men and women we have been called to be. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, we just thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be courageous. Help us to be bold. Help us stand true and help us to stand strong. Lord, help us to deny self daily and let us strive for that mind of Christ each and every day. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ this morning. That you'll watch over and protect them. Keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Lord, I pray that you be with our kids as they're going to school and work. That you'll put a hedge protection about them and keep them safe and well. Lord, I just want to be, pray that you be with Ron Thompson. I pray that you be with the Weems family. Lord, I pray that you be with Ginger Hood and Troy and Kim Penix. And Lord, I pray that you be with so many who's needing prayers and help. Uh, and Lord, that you'll give them strength, encouragement, and healing. Lord, be with us this day and let us serve you well. Be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you guys and gals for tuning in this morning. And I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, say it with me, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.